are such a geek. <laughs> what is a geek? Maxi zoomed weeby. What is a geek? Portals, motor pants, blood, blood, waist doors, weeby, big head, geek, geek, geek. Hello and welcome again, everyone, to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Jeff Albright. Matt Oren. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones, and this week we got with us special guest, returning geek to the show, Evan Johnson. Evan, welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's me, Evening Evan Johnson. Yeah, Evening Evan. Evening Evan. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. You, nice. you got that style. Last time I saw you had that nice corduroy coat. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I need to get that dry clean because in the sunlight, it is clear that I smoke weed in that a lot. It is aggressive. <laughs> oh, it like gray stains. Yeah, just like near my wrists. It's crazy. It's just like, it just leads up. It looks like I got caught. I stopped a fire with my hand. That's what it looks like. Oh, nice. That's nice. You're like, uh, you're like a reverse. It looks cool, pyro. actually. Yeah, dude. Fire stopper. Fire starter. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, dude. That's the sequel. And that that's where they just fall in love, actually. Love, like, yeah. I can stop the fires that you that you start. So perfect, Matt. Well, as long as we didn't start the fire. No. I was just talking about how I hate that song, too. <laughs> we, let me guess. Well, Evan, thanks to, for coming by. Uh <laughs> to hit you, man. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, real quick, Evan, who is your favorite Spice Girl? Oh. Oh, uh, the, what was it, uh, Baby Spice, probably? Baby Spice, yes. Yeah, because okay. I'm, because I'm a preemie, so I relate to, I feel like she's the preemie of the group, you know, since she's still a baby, and they're all adults, so I relate to her in that uh, way. Okay, nice. Okay, we, 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 this is our new question, we, you know, a couple, of, like, years ago, we used to ask everybody if they liked the reclining chairs in the movie theater, <laughs> but... Now, oh uh, yeah, did did anyone say no to that? Because you can just not recline it. There are yeah. no's. There are like no's. what? what? Well, just no. just sit, just sit normal. <laughs> then what does your mean? Nah, they didn't. It's not just the seat. It was people that didn't like all the other acute accoutrements that come with it. The the size right. and space of the seat, how comfortable it was, and <laughs> sleepy, the delivery chicken wings, the holding was against it. Being able to order an old fashioned, <laughs> you know what I mean, brought to your seat, like yep. things like that. God, all this sounds just more and more sounds great to me. I'm yes on reclining chairs. I'm all about. I was it. I was just against it because I'm pretty sure I saw a guy get tossed off under a blanket <laughs> during the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Did so chick, you like, think that chick used her metal arm or her regular arm to do it? <laughs> I couldn't tell because it was under the blanket, but I was like, on your left, on your left. <laughs> That's officially the second time we've talked about that on this podcast because we yeah. brought that up the last time. Because it's a true story. I love it. <laughs> See, I, I think know. if that's you get sleepy episode. in the recliners, then you then that's just a bad movie. Because I haven't gotten sleepy in like certain movies. Like the last I saw the last Fast and Furious had recliners, didn't fall asleep. But Rise right. of Skywalker, I fell the fuck asleep in that movie. Mm. And mm. I was on acid. That's a thing that's supposed to make you specifically not go to sleep. Is that mm. true? Yeah. Well, it typically yeah. has like a, a level of speed in it that would keep you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like not supposed to fall asleep on acid. And that's how boring Rise of Skywalker was. Where I was like, oh, they're faking out Chewie's death a third time. I think I'm going to take a nap now. I think I'm All good. Right. But are you saying that from a biased 
point of view of, you know, you have an expectation as to how that movie was going to be. And then it was easily going to be let down because that's what happens when you have expectations about Star Wars movies. See, I think no, because I I actually really enjoyed Last Jedi. So I was fine with them blowing everything up. Like when they killed Snoke, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like that was like my favorite moment in Star Wars, probably is when Kylo kills Snoke. Yeah, that was my favorite shit. I was like, damn. That was awesome. And I was hoping they just make him the next like new bad guy instead of doing, they were just like, well, we'll just do Anakin again. And it's like, just because Hayden Christensen was a bad actor doesn't mean we have to do, just remake those movies or don't. I don't have to see it like done again. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a glowing review as I come out of it. We do that a lot though. Yeah, true. We did that for freaking, we did that for the worst X-Men movie of all time. Like, (laughs) Wait, which one? Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. We were, Oh, we really? came out of that one like yeah that was so great it was, oh my God. I'm gonna, it was you know fun. what though i'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to that it might that. make me like it jordan doll ah uh, damn i might have no jordan to jordan waliba oh yeah. shit oh yeah. shit dude hell yeah it was, yeah. I listen to that because i don't that movie was just like that one was just like the start of the blandness of the x-men to me or yeah, just like totally. showed the blandness of x3 and then like the blandness of wolverine origins and it was just like i could you could have made a cool movie and instead you you could have cgi'd uh oscar isaac the way they did brolin but instead you had him do like a weird power rangers thing it was just yeah. weird but we still got pretty cool x-men movies i thought i thought it was fun when we walked out of age of apocalypse you know was it was it objectively bad possibly but was it still enjoyable to watch at that time absolutely i genuinely feel like if if apocalypse just was cgi it would have been cool like he was a big dude like thanos Mm -hmm. i would have enjoyed just so many other scenes way better like when they're fucking him up at the end they're all going at him Mm -hmm. and like they're chopping his limbs off and shit I feel like that would have looked cooler if he was a big, crazy CGI character. And then he could grow and shit the way Apocalypse does in the comics. Like, that's supposed to be a thing of his. He can grow and stretch his arms and shit. And instead, they just had him be Oscar Isaac for most of the time, (laughs) which is such a weird choice. I don't understand that. He's hot. I get it. Kind of, actually. In hindsight. (laughs) He's a good looking guy. He did grow in the when he was having that mind battle with Professor X. Yeah, but that was the only time. That was the weirdest part where I was like, you're ch- uh, I don't know. It felt like they were almost trying to make it. They were trying to like do the whole realistic thing. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be making this a new universe since you reset it with Days of Future Past. So go ahead and not make it fit into the Brian Singer stuff. Like you can make a different X-Men. Like I was I was bummed that they brought back uh, in Dark Phoenix all those like matching uniforms. And I was like, really? You didn't keep the, like at the end of Age of Apocalypse, that was my favorite part is when they showed the 90s uniforms. That was the best part of that. The brown and I will say part. Age of Apocalypse is better than Dark Phoenix. That movie was really freaking bad. I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. it's so bad. It's so bad. I've tried to watch it three times and have fallen asleep all three times. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> my girlfriend's That's- gotten very mad at me for it. And she's like, you're making me watch this bad movie and I'm sitting through this bad movie for you. And I'm like, oh, well, you can flip to fucking, you know, your Legion. We've been watching Legion. That's a great X-Men property. Great show. If you guys... If you guys yeah. haven't seen that, yeah, we that start, is what I we've started been it lately. I watched like first season, I think maybe. Yeah, something. once once they drop Shadow King's name, that's when it really kicks off. That's right. when you're like, okay, yeah, it's the Shadow King. We got it. We kind of saw that it was from the first episode, but now we know but they implied it. And then like once it goes, it just starts going into. And then they do their own cool shit with mutants, which I love. Did you watch The Gifted? I did not, but I really wanted to watch it because I like. Uh, I heard it was good. Yeah, it's worth it. going back. Yeah, it oh, seems really? like it would be. It felt like it would it would carry. It wasn't very dated. 
I did just read a thing uh, that came out today, really, that uh, like one of the chicks who I think the chick who played Polaris was saying mm-hmm. that they couldn't reference the reason why they only reference like Magneto and Charles Xavier is because they were mentioned in Legion. And therefore they got to like it's like they broke the rule, but they were like, you can't mention any of the like the movie people. You can't say their name. And in The Gifted, I think like they're all supposed to be like disappeared dead or something. So it's like they just made it go into like the future to where no X-Men, no Brotherhood exists to like kind of subvert that, which was just a strange idea. But I was like, oh, that's that makes sense that they kind of did that. But it's still shitty that they made them that they would be like, let's make the show, but not include anything else. Right. <laughs> Just vague references to to drive the internet clicks up, you know? Yeah. Remember that guy with three claws and everyone just shoot fucking just loses their mind. <laughs> that is all you have to do for me, honestly. Uh could have been uh how many does what's his what's his name? Kraken? Dakin. What is it? Dakin? Dakin, that's right. Sorry. Oh yeah. How many he's claws like is two, he he has, He's got two in his hand and one in his feet. Oh, or yeah, oh, yeah. No, right. he got one in his wrist though. He does have. No, one you're in right, his right, right, right. X twenty three has the two the claws, claws and one yeah. in the foot. One foot. Yeah, and then I would love to see Dakin. Is it Dakin or Dakin? I always say Dakin oh. just because it sounds better in my head. But also, I think there was a Power Rangers character named Dakin, and that might be why I'm pronouncing it that way. Uh. <laughs> Isn't there also right now there is another clone or another? I don't Dude. know if it's the daughter of Laura Kinney, but it's Honey Badger. Oh yeah, she's like a clone of Laura, I think. Yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. there's the uh, ultimate Wolverine got pulled into. He's still in Marvel canon. I think his oh, name really? is yeah. He has three claws, just like, just like Logan. I think his name is James Howlett. Or yeah, towards the end of the Marvel universe, like he popped up, and that was like one of the few Marvel things I liked towards the end of that, or one of the few Ultimate things I liked towards the end of the Ultimate universe being a thing was yeah, him popping up. He's still around out there, I believe, in the comic book lore, but who knows? Yeah. All right. I would so, love to see that like kind of sun versus sun thing with him and Dakin fighting each other. Oh, what about the two kids? Like X23 versus versus him? I don't think they've done that either yet, too. Damn. Like the, the kids of, of Wolverine. Yeah, I would the dig seeds that. Of Wolverine. Seeds of Wolverine. I like that. Damn. Let's that's a crossover they should have done two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we'll write that down. We're gonna copyright that. Or yeah. <laughs> so no one steal that in a we, couple weeks. We, we said it today. Damn, is that a roundabout is that a roundabout way to make money off of Marvel to just copyright possible arc titles? <laughs> and then be like the infinity. The Infinity Bonnet. There we go. I got it. You're never going to get it now. Yeah, if they ever want to make a variant universe where Thanos is turning butter and it's an Amish (laughs) and he needs a bonnet. Yeah, the the Infinity Buckle Hat. They're actually the Infinity Kidney Stones and Thanos has to just pass them to take over the universe. be so painful but that's the same i think the mind stone would be easy to pass but it's the hardest actually yeah that was good Uh, it is inevitable all right, I had stopped you guys. You were, you were we were talking about Titans, and then I was like, we should mm. we should just be recording this. Which uh, oddly enough, we did. It just wasn't on the episode yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Titans is the jam. Edited, yes. I, I declared I declared the best superhero show I've probably ever seen. Like show, not cartoons. Oh, dude, I don't know. I freaking love it. Not yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, stand by your stand by your words. I, it's so exciting. Stand man. by so your show. The heart, I love that it's the graphicness, just how they can curse and they drink. Like and that. just it's so grand, so real feeling. And DC doesn't feel like that a lot to me, especially in the movies. So it's like a kind of a nice. 
I mean, if I go back and say, yeah, Daredevil season one or, you know what I mean? Yes, it's probably a better show. Right. But man, Titans just, it's just so, so exciting every week. And I'm not a DC guy. I think I that's feel- why I like it. I feel like the the writers of that show write comic books. I, I feel like the show mm. is, is written really well as a comic and, and is visually a comic as well. And I, I dig it. I think they're doing a really good job because it does feel real. However, there are parts where Commissioner Gordon, she's just sitting there in her chair going anywhere, by the way, in a regular wheelchair, which no one's questioning. And and, <laughs> and also- <laughs> They'll just know, roll up to some stairs and then cut away and she's at the top of the stairs. And then you're just like, what? Wait, how did that happen? <laughs> she let the Titans blow some kind of thing that the police had going and she doesn't have everyone breathing down her neck. So it has the realism while also being obviously a comic book where anything will just happen. I feel that too, talking- just the way they leave episodes too, like the way it's almost every episode is a cliffhanger with some kind of reveal, like a little bit of some kind of like, and sometimes that's maybe why I don't like it. A lot of times it feels like forced character progression to go fast mm-hmm. or to fit however they filmed it. Cause I know, I, I know that they've, uh, there was some weird shit where they filmed the, the first seasons and the second season's finale again. Like DC reshot it. So they have weird stuff. Then they're like, we got to reshoot the second to last episode to make it fit the new last episode. Right. And there's weird stuff like that in there. And that's what throws me off with that show. All right. Yeah. What are we saying? Mitch? But also, it does feel like they were trying to. I do like that they end with every uh, cliffhanger. Sorry, Mitch, go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to try to recap. Like, So the end of the first episode, it was Bruce had the, the crowbar and he just killed Joker, mm-hmm. right? I did like that. In season, I did dig in season that. three. What was the cliffhanger at the end of the second one? Well, I guess it was Jason still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do find. I did like that they revealed that. Out it's Jason. Too. Yep. Yeah. Because they don't. We should just know it so that we could focus on what he does. Yeah. At this point, every like it's not going to be a surprise. Like it's like it'd be like if they tried to do like the Clone Saga as a movie, and then they're like, oh, it's also Tom Holland, and it's like, yeah, we fucking know. It's, he look. He also dresses like <laughs> Spider Man too. What? He's obviously going to be Tom Holland. Also, <laughs> what? It's Tom Holland, but with a red wig. Doesn't <laughs> Ben Riley have red hair? Does he? I don't think so. Because Ben Riley's technically the real one. What? what? Remember, that was the dumb twist of the Clone Saga, was that turned out that the guy who thought he was Scarlet Spider was actually Spider-Man the whole time. He was Peter Parker? Yeah, he was actually Peter Parker, yeah. I don't remember that, but that sounds fucking insane. Yeah, it's stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> but I do like, yeah, they brought, they immediately were just like, it's Jason, deal with it. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, he's not going to be dead for 20 years like he was in the comic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do want to know how he got brought back to life, though. We were thinking uh, it was either like some sort of uh, Lazarus Pit chemical. I think it or is. Scarecrow gas, like mixed together. I think Scarecrow's got something to do with it. Well, how? Why? I have to ask that question because I don't he's know. A bad how to, guy. Just because he's, <laughs> just because he's the only visual bad bad guy on the show. Yeah. Well, well, also, Wayne, well, also, he was making that uh, anti-fear chemical, which I would assume, I mean, I immediately assumed, just know, I knew that Scarecrow was going to be in the season. And he took that thing and be, he was like, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. I was immediately like, oh, Scarecrow helped him make this somehow, or he's synthesizing it from Scarecrow's fear toxin. And therefore, that's somehow, so I could see Scarecrow being involved somehow. I just don't see really how, because they never had a connection canonically in the comics. But I mean, yeah, he is, he is, I guess, visually the, I mean, that is maybe why I'm only thinking of it. Cause I'm like, yeah, he's there. 
And then there's the fear thing. So I'm just connecting like visual dots in my head that I can just grab onto, but it could be something different. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for episode four. No, please do. You guys have all seen it. I mean, I was pretty taken aback when they killed Hank at the end of episode three. Yeah, that was nuts. Also, a redo. That was also a redo of uh, the scene in Batman versus Superman when Henry Cavill's standing in the uh, blown up courthouse. They did a reenactment with Connor, right? That's interesting. Right, dude. I never thought about that. I didn't think about that either. They've done that a bunch with DC stuff. Like DC, like reuses their IP like story-wise a lot if you watch like uh the superman the superman not doomsday uh death of superman and reign of the superman movies those have hell of like the same plot beats as uh the snyder cut wow like a lot of the same shit that's kind of cool and then Way. obviously snyder cut came out yeah but it's like they you they reuse their ideas and shit so it's like okay they didn't people didn't respond well to batman versus superman we'll redo this scene in something people will like right until they like it and then they watch that other thing again and they get that retroactive goodwill that mitch always talks about yes i love retroactive goodwill evan it's where like for example i didn't really like thor the dark world when it came out <laughs> but, but then there was that scene in thor ragnarok where the like the players the the uh, oh yeah, yeah Loki a, disguised as Odin is watching the play of Loki. Yeah, and death. Sean Connery's brother is playing Odin, dude. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and fucking Matt Damon's Matt Loki. Damon. Yeah, yeah. And so the when the chorus, like when Loki dies in the play, the chorus sings a song, and that song is the exact same score that was used in Thor: The Dark World when they when Loki <laughs> quote unquote dies. So uh, now whenever I watch that Thor: The Dark World, I think about I was like ah, ah this is ain't so bad. That's hilarious. That's actually funny that you brought Thor: The Dark World up because I was just talking telling someone uh, about how Kevin Smith interviewed uh, uh, Chris McFeely who writes a bunch of the Marvel movies right. and he was saying shit and he, and he wrote End or yeah Endgame and he was telling him he's like dude you fucking made me like Thor: The Dark World because Thor goes back. And he visits his mom and shit, and he gets the he gets his hammer back from like that time period, and you see Jane Foster. And he's like, man, I started to like Thor: The Dark World, and you knew so much about that scene and stuff. It's almost like you guys wrote this shitty ass movie, and the guy just goes, yeah, I did write that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, like he went back and made Thor two. Like, wa- like I could be like, oh yeah, Thor, the other Thor's walking around there right now, and that makes it more enjoyable. Weird thing. Yeah. I think that's the best part about, and I like what Disney Plus does, is you can watch the movies, is, is you know how they were released, or they give them to you chronologically. And when you watch everything chronologically, you get all those hits. Yeah. You, once you've seen them all through, and then you go, because you watch them in time, in phase order, and then when you watch them chronologically, you're seeing all these just little Easter eggs that, I mean, it, it works so perfectly, and I don't know how they did it, but even between Captain, I mean, they obviously made Captain America first then captain marvel but that's how you watch them you start with captain america then you go on captain marvel but there's that scene in captain marvel when she goes into the bar and there's a picture of steve rogers plane <laughs> on the wall and you you've just come off watching him crash that fucking plane or it's something like that where you oh, see wow. a nod to steve right at the beginning and you're just like it it, and it's like, damn, they, how, it's just amazing how they do that. These little yeah, nods. Yeah. Little I guess in the 90s, yeah, they would have thought movie. he was dead. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But you see it and you're like, oh shit. You know, I just watched that happen. Now we get to see her. And then you, and then even Iron Man, which was the first movie. But when you watch everything chronologically, there's so many things that make it, I don't know, that call, all these callbacks and little Easter eggs that are just freaking great. It's so great. Yeah, I mean, well, Iron Man 2. 
I am, I'm sorry, Mitch. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was probably going to say the same thing you're going to say. Go ahead. You're the guest. Uh, oh, I, I mean, thought- just in a in a Iron Man two. I remember, and obviously Iron Man two, people can think of whatever. I still kind of enjoy it, but like, uh, oh, I like it. one of the I, I kind of really enjoy it a lot. But uh, one of the, like moments, I was like kind of spaced now, and I get in my own head sometimes in the movies, and then like it like shocked me because like people clap in movies now a lot for shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the first time I ever saw it was episode three when Yoda started kicking ass. But this time I was watching Iron Man 2 and like I was just spacing out. And then it was that scene where he's trying to make the new element and he evens out the blast, like the laser beam with a fucking cap shield. And that mm-hmm. made the audience go like, oh, it was like an audible like wave through the audience. And I uh, <laughs> maybe like pay attention and like recognize the Easter egg. Cause I was like, what's happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was, it was so cool to see that. And yeah, like they set that stuff up so early on. Yeah. It's, really it's almost cool. like Kevin Feige, some sort of time traveler. He does look weirdly similar when you look at premiere pictures from like Spider-Man one, like when he was producing that movie and you look at him now, it's like, he is whatever, what are, what are he and Paul Rudd doing? Do you think Paul Rudd is a time traveler? No, I think he's, maybe he's just all variant. I think he's just oh. constant variants, you know what I'm saying? And then they go, once one wants to retire, he goes, I'll hit up another one but and all, live my life out to be happy. Yeah, and then the other one gets to be famous Paul Rudd. But they all look identical. Except you know, for Crocodile Paul Rudd. <laughs> Fair enough. He doesn't look anything like Paul Rudd. Well, that's why that's why I like DC and Marvel. I mean, I, that's <laughs> one thing that Marvel aped off at of DC recently. And that's like the one good thing they were able to ape off them is that sometimes people look similar. Like they look exactly similar. Or sometimes it's like Tyler uh, Hoechlin and Brandon Ralph being Superman together. Right. Where it's like he can look like he can look like the Adam. That's what I love. Where it's like, why do you look like me? It's like that's just how it works sometimes. And they set that up in the Flash, where the Flash's dad, Henry Allen, looks like uh, looks like um, fucking uh, the first Flash, Jay uh, Jay Garrick. And I was like, oh, that's a good way to can make Jay Garrick. It's a right. very very easy way to make Jay Garrick. Yeah, he's a multi figure. a multiversal Flash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, multi- Harrison Wells. He's all yeah. the same. Yeah. Except for sometimes he drums on shit. Yeah, that is a weird. That is one weird one where Harrison Wells always looks like Harrison Wells. It's never not that guy. It's never the. It's never not the brother from Scrubs. It's weird. Oh yeah, he was the brother on Scrubs. Yeah, dude, he's JD's brother. I remember him from that so hard, and then he showed up on there. I was like, this guy's the Reverse Flash. What the fuck? <laughs> this is. I'm fine with it though. <laughs> so, do you think that this DC is gonna ever tie in? Like, it seems like everybody's doing multiverses now. We already know that Titans is part of like the multiverse because they showed it on Crisis on infinite earth that's true yeah i forgot so, about that you think that there's ever gonna be a point where titans goes on so long that we have the flash and other heroes coming in or maybe not like the flash but maybe like wally west yeah kid flash i think they said wally west kid flash from the from the arrowverse is gonna be in titans this season i'm pretty sure cool man so I think they're just going to say that they merged when crisis happened and maybe they'll be like similar, you know, that kind what, of thing. What about an Aqualad? Aqualad's dead in Titans. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. So did I. Uh, well, I mean, Ga- uh, Garth is, but what's the other dude from uh, young justice? Calder. Um, yeah. Calderam. Yeah. What's the deal with Raven? Is she going to be back this season or is it, is it a contractual thing with the actress or. I don't know. I was confused by that too. Yeah. I thought I'd seen some kind of article and they were just like, not sure. Like, it seems like they're bringing her up a lot enough to where maybe she'll show up the last few episodes, but I don't know. Yeah, it just seems strange. She was such a big part of season one. And then, I mean, I remember she's like trapped in hell or something like that, but she's on, she's, she took Donna Troy's body to 
Themyscira to try to resurrect her. Okay, okay. Right, yeah. Yeah, So they're going to have to come back at the end. They'll come back at the end to save the day. She'll probably have to get some spirit out of Jason's body that the Scarecrow put in or some shit. Right, okay, yeah, I see that. And then that's how Jason's going to be redeemed, because it will ultimately be the Scarecrow that is probably doing this to Jason, I'm thinking. And that's where the redemption will be. Yeah, I see Raven, yeah, swooping in and being like, bye, evil, and then that's the way they just feel good about Jason now. Oh, God. Keeping locked in the tower. All right, so is he redeemable? We were talking about that before we started. Well, I mean, if, if he's possessed by, like, a, a drug or a spirity thing, you know what I mean? If, he, if he's not conscious of what he's doing, I guess he would be redeemable. I would dig, honestly, I don't think they've ever done this, but I would dig if Scarecrow, like, cast a spell on Jason like did some mystical shit like the scarecrow never does that that'd be dope if they went that angle with him because he is like more of that like i want to make people scared and ooh woo kind of like hippie bullshit it feels i mean this season he's all into weed and shit which is <laughs> yeah that's the, yeah <laughs> totally because i could that would uh, be honestly such a like i'm surprised the comics have never gone into like making scarecrow mystical instead of making him scientific because that'd be a really dope turn for him i think hey there's always time man he can gain these powers i don't know if he's ever gonna be if jason's gonna be redeemable though whether you know scarecrow curse notwithstanding just because (laughs) he already he already made bruce kill the joker so even if he is like cleared or whatever and gets the demon i have exercised the demon i don't think that bruce will ever take him back yo do you think they no way home it and they try to like have erase everything that jason did via magic oh by like rachel coming in and and doing undoing everything yeah 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 because you do make it you make a really good point about batman did kill joker so now it's like this is a weird dc universe that where batman technically just quit being batman because he murdered the joker like it's a weird so i can see them one more daying it fucking just erasing everything well dark uh dark knight returns shows him pulling a gun so you know, maybe they just, they just took it a step further and said he actually murdered somebody, which is why he quits. And it could set up a Batman Beyond or it could just set up, you know, Dick becoming Batman without, without Damien. Uh, I would love I would love a Dick Grayson Batman, but I would need a Damien, though. I would need that Damien. Well, they got Tim Drake. They introduced That's him. That's true. That's true, though. And they only had, I, I was rewatched, I was watching, I was like, they only had one Tim Drake scene, I feel like. Like, yeah. they had, like, one when they first, when he first finds out that Joker's dead. Yes. And they haven't really gone back to him. I'm like, hey, what? I don't, I don't know. That's, the, that's my problem with that show, where it just seems so edited weirdly, where it's like, you could sprinkle these things in to make me care about this person instead of putting it in every fourth episode or whatever, because you have other, 18 other plots going on. The Blackfire and and then right. Hawk and Dove and, and, and I Jason will say Todd. That and, if Blackfire doesn't pan out to be part of the bigger picture, then I don't know why they're wasting time on that storyline because the Hood storyline could encompass everybody. He could just be messing with everybody, and it would be awesome and how they deal with. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I oh, I'm liking when, it, she, when she was having those visions. Yeah, I thought she was having visions of Jason and what oh. was being done to him to become the Red Hood, like someone was doing something to him, almost like Winter Soldier style. But then it turned out to be Blackfire. I mean, right? Or is that what they're making us think? I was just going to say, they never Isn't there one vision where she says Jason? She says his name. I could have swore on her first vision, she says his name or something. But he's already that. It's like right after he's dead, and she says, Jason? And then they never go, like you said, Evan, they never go back to just like, 
all of a sudden the visions turned out to be where her sister was. Now, where was her sister, where her, her sister was, the same place that like Jason may have been taken as well. Uh, I don't know. I could have swore to God the first time she has a vision, she says Jason's name. And it's right after he's dead. And then it turned into Blackfire. That's when I got really confused. I was just like, uh, okay. There's also like a mysterious reason, right? Where Blackfire's kind of mad at Starfire. Where it's like she says, like, you beat me in battle or whatever. Or like, finance me from my planet. But what if Starfire killed her and this scientist brought her back and she doesn't remember that? Like, it could be that she's holding a grudge for something that she doesn't even know happened. But this guy is like a guy who brings people back to life. I could see it connecting that way a little bit. Mm. Oh, so like, yeah. So Jason was brought back to life. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I can't wait for the next episode, though. Shit, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I got to catch I'm up. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I've also been enjoying uh, the What If. Did you guys watch uh, What If episode two with T'Challa as Star-Lord? I haven't finished oh, yeah. the first one yet. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. You said you're going to save them up and like, maybe like watch them in a good chunk, but I right? started. I started the Peggy Carter one, and I'm, I'm enjoying what I've seen, but I, I haven't seen it all yet. That one's a slow build, but it does take off. It took me a minute. I started it as well and stopped. I jumped back in and really was into it. The Chala one was fucking great, though. So great. Yeah. I mean, also because you know you're hearing Chadwick Boseman's voice, you know what I mean? Kind of for the last time, really. Yeah, um, for real. Is, and he and I read an article that he really made a point that he wanted to knock that episode out because he knew, you know, what was happening. And he wanted to record that before he passed away. Wow. Makes it that much more have emotional heft, especially totally. that that screen at the end where it's just like dedicated mm. to our friend. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but it's like and our hero, T- Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, got me right, I mean, right in the, the feels, as it were. When, uh, when Yondu says a. Uh, when Yandu drops, uh, what do you say? Uh, There's nowhere in this universe you don't belong. That got me a little bit. That that's getting me a little bit now, as I say it. Honestly, yeah, it's getting totally. me a little bit now. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an article uh, talking about Thanos in that particular episode and how they he kind of gets his ass kicked by uh, what are they called? His group that he uses the black order. order. Yeah. yeah, the Black Order and a couple things to that. One thing was a to appease Hulk fans a little bit. To show mm. that, like, you know, without the glove and and the the cause of, you know, having to kill half the universe, he's not as tough as he was in Endgame. It's it's okay. the rage of wanting to do what he was doing and then having the infinity kidney stones. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's just like, that's what made him so powerful. Like, then the what I always assume is the most powerful there is, the Incredible Hulk. So that was fun. But it was also a way they said that maybe Marvel can bring him back later as an on-screen character. Because jo- with Josh Brolin being a That's lesser, true, yeah. a multiverse Thanos who isn't obsessed, just like he is on, on in the in the episode. And will we see that Thanos again? Would you guys like to see that or no? It'd be it'd have to be like some sort of variant, you know, like they'd have to have him join up from a different multiverse. Because yeah, well, they would be it the- would be this it would be this Thanos from the What If basically. Like, bring, would you see like a more gentler kind of like um, almost like the thinking Hulk? You know what I mean? That's what they kind of did with him. I think maybe yeah, like I if like they them. do. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I was said I liked him. I think if they do like a like the way they did Endgame where they do like we bring everyone out during the last fight and everyone like lines up like you did your toys back in the day. And if they do that <laughs> for the next big like whatever, like Galactus or Kang or whoever they do. I think it will be dope, uh, especially if it is Kang, the way they're hyping him up to be. And they do like, okay, everyone together against this guy. And he steps out. 
and it's all the Ravagers, and obviously they probably have the CG Chadwick, or they could just have like a black guy with a Star Lord mask on, and you'd be like, oh, hey, fucking him, what the fuck? Then that'd be pretty dope. I think that'd be pretty sick to see is like him coming out as part of like the multiversal war. That way he doesn't yeah. have to be like, we're going to fight Thanos again, but it, like you could have like, you know, Falcon looking over and being like, the fuck is he doing here? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the, the classic record stops, you know, guy in his bar, and it's like... <laughs> He comes exactly. to and it, and the whole movie stops. Not only is the theater, but all the heroes and villains are like, are we doing this again? And he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm a different guy now. You know what I mean? Or something. I want to yeah. see Thanos as an ER nurse. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting all into it and say, don't die on me. He's oh, just yeah. there to save 50% of the patients on the shift. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Where does, where does it lead you? Back if I could me. save 50% of these people with a snap of my fingers, I would. Yeah. I'll get, a, I'll, get my, I'll meet my monthly quota. <laughs> Jeff, I know you were always kind of disheartened that Thanos dispatched the Hulk really easily in, in Infinity War. That's uh, not, this, is, this goes deeper than that, but yeah, continue. Well, I mean, he also had two Infinity Stones in his gauntlet, and it's not confirmed, but there's a fan theory that says like he was probably cybernetically enhanced, kind of like what he was doing to Nebula. You know, he probably mm, augmented uh. his power a little bit. I mean, he did uh, just have the power stone too. So like, I always assumed that just made you stronger by stronger, yeah, just by ability of being able to possess it because everyone else who fucking touches it explodes. So like, if you can just hold it, you're stronger than everyone, so you can kick ass. Just by I virtue mean, of you holding it. Hulk can get his ass kicked. It's not that. It's that he put the fear of the fear of Titan into him. Not you know, <laughs> say, that it made him so frightened that he A couldn't fight Thanos again, B became a lesser Hulk and never came back from that. And from everything I've read going forward, when we're gonna see him, if we see him as the we might I don't know if we're gonna see him as the green guy in She Hulk. It may just be Mark Ruffalo as Bruce, but if yeah. we do see him, he's gonna be a one armed Hulk. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I, I have it on good authority that uh, we next time we see him, it will be Mark Ruffalo, and he will have a sling, but it won't be that his arm will get amputated. So he'll not, still well, have not one arm, but unarmed. I'm saying, like still, he'll his arm's going to be severely damaged still, and I just I think like, the way the this like regenerates and like how yeah. I don't know. I, I think the way I the way I kind of understood it was they were setting it up to where he'll be better by the time he appears as Hulk again, because the next yeah. time we see him is going to be as Bruce Banner, from what I understand. Well, it's going to be. Him and doing like the hologram thing, the way they did like Captain Marvel and all them. Oh uh, yeah, the Hulk regenerates, but Bruce Banner doesn't. So if they're so combined, half, so if he's if he's the smart Hulk, so he's probably regenerating at a half rate or something because he's half Banner, half Hulk at that time. At that point, I don't know. We I shared an article on our kind of group chat about how Marvel has only done Hulk right one time, and that was yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Like yeah. that was Hulk, yeah, you know, world beater. The fucking just the the I don't know I just, just that's never, why I, that's I, why it sucks that they can't do their own Marvel or their own Hulk thing because like I mean if you, I don't know if you guys have been reading the current Hulk run but it is banana sandwich and it's so good and it incorporates I mean they literally take Red Hulk who's not part of Bruce Banner's Banner's regular personality and they go like no he is still part of you because you're the main Hulk so you can bring out Red Hulk as you can Bruce be any Banner. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, you can be any Ooh. Hulk. You can be Worldbreaker Hulk. You can be you can be even like Harpy no the way like it. yeah, you can be anything you want to be, but they're all live inside your head. So even at one point Joe Fixit becomes Bruce Banner. So you see the human version of Joe Fixit who does look a lot like 
uh, meat, honestly, which is upsetting. Just lots of Hawaiian shirts <laughs> and a thin mustache and a pompadour. It's crazy. And he just is like this gangster scumball. You see Joe fix it as a regular dude, and it's awesome. I just like they could do so much stuff with that if they had the ability to make their own Hulk movie, which they just they just can't. Duh, has they it can't so it bad. Yeah, just well, like they, they can't. Like this is the one thing they can't get. That's it. Yeah. the problem. They're allowed to make one, but they're not allowed to distribute it. That's <laughs> that's the weird thing. Universal owns the distribution rights to the Hulk movie, so he's not going to make a movie and then hand it off to Universal to distribute it. So that's where the rub right. is. Right. Okay. They yeah. can use the character. They just can't make a solo movie and have it distributed. Uh, they can use him in any movie they want. They can do whatever they want with, uh, except for make a solo movie. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, they really should do like actual World War Hulk then. I think that'd oh be a good God. way. Because then if they wanted to do all those different personalities, that'd be a good way to have them like switch off even and like maybe even have like a human character come up and be like, oh, you want to fight me? And then he switches to a human Joe fix it and just kicks their ass that way anyways because he's an <laughs> asshole. Like it'd be awesome. I think they could really do that. But they'd have to flip into a villain, which uh, I don't know how believable Mark Ruffalo would be as a villain. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so at all. He doesn't have a, he's so cuddly. You know, it's too bad that they couldn't make a, a great Hulk movie. I didn't. I did enjoy the other Hulk movies that were made. Even the Ang Lee one had qualities to it that I enjoyed. That dog mm. Hulk fight was awesome. That's the one that got the closest to him power wise, where he got yeah. bigger and stronger physically yeah. and and grew. And that that was the one that kind of stayed the truest to the comic book aspect of his power structure. Yeah, um, I dug that a lot. And I like how you can watch that one and then go into the Incredible Hulk. And it does feel, and they only, they did it for just like an Easter egg, but it does feel like a sequel because at the end of the Ang Lee one, he goes into the jungle and then at the beginning of the Incredible Hulk with, uh, what's his name? He's in, he's coming, he's still in the jungle. So they, they made it that way so it, because it was written as a sequel, but then they're like, no, we're going to reboot it. But they gave the nod of, well, could technically, if you watch them in a row, they kind of are a sequel to each other. The only thing is the origin aspect of how he gets his powers is completely different. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it is, huh? Yeah, it's wet. I mean, yeah, in the Ang Lee one, it has like a lot to do with like blood and shit, if I remember correctly. Or it's like a yeah. weird just getting like a laser shot into him or like having the explosion. Like, yeah, and, and they still different. haven't really done the explosion thing, really, have they? I guess no. people don't. No. They don't test nuclear bombs anymore, so that's hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like a laboratory explosion. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. yeah. Or, I just realized um, all the Hulk movies end with him in the jungle, though. Because he also ends up in the jungle at the end of the Ed Norton one, and then they find him in the jungle at the beginning of Avengers, which is supposed to be the same Hulk guy. <laughs> that's true. It's, like, like, it's hard. He just hard goes to and just morphs that... into different humans. Every it's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That'd be a great way to explain that away. His face changes every time he turns turns into the Hulk. Yeah. Oh, like that'd be much interesting. More, much more realistic, probably. That'd yeah, be crazy. Where it, it, he'd have his own, he'd, he'd, he'd still be Bruce, but every time he would look different and would have to readjust his life to the fact that he looks like a different human every time. I mean, honestly, they even the way they could like make that look CG-wise would fit into like the body horror aspect of the Hulk that they're doing now. Because they're really, like, leaning into, like, the ways Bruce can turn into Hulk. Like, there was one time where, like, I think he was Joe Fix-It, and then regular Hulk wanted to come out, and Joe Fix-It was, like, suppressing it. And so Hulk just physically shot himself out of Joe Fix-It's mouth and just tore his way out of his body. And there's lots of shit like that now. Like, Hulk got cut into pieces. Like, they cut Hulk's head off, severed everything. And then he was still alive, and he broke out of it all and fused himself around the bad guy to kill him. 
Like there's lots of the Immortal like, Hulk. Right? Yeah, yeah, the Immortal Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there's like so much body horror shit they could do where it's like, yeah, he transforms and he comes back and his face is all fucked up. He's like, I don't what the fuck? I gotta I gotta go back. I gotta look like Mark Ruffalo again, but I can't. And that'd be I just that'd be they can lean into a lot of stuff like that. I was Eric Bana and now I'm not. <laughs> I used to be yeah, dude, that's a hard downgrade. That is like an even slope though from Eric Bana to Ren Norton to Mark Ruffalo. You know, that's a nice even flow, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think we're coming up with a lot of good ideas that should be implemented. A lot hey, that could be a new what if too. I like that right. idea though of him uh hulking out and then when he turns back to un unhulk, it's a different actor. You know what's <laughs> so good. So before we switch, this is the one scene I always I can't believe Marvel did. There was I, and it was pretty recently where Hulk is in such a rage that Red She Hulk, not his cousin, or you know, has to have sex with him in the middle of the street. And they <laughs> like this is in so the funny. comics. Oh and yeah, they, it's Betty Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Betty yeah, Ross. Betty Ross. Betty and Ross. they have sex, and they like make a pothole the size of like an asteroid thing, and then they both wake <laughs> up naked. That's how they had to calm him down. I just remember I was like, did they really that's incredible? Do that? But I, that's like, if they filmed that scene, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, so two, Hulk, two Hulks fucked a crater into the earth. Into the earth. It's like in the middle of the city. It was like in the middle <laughs> of a four-way. Like something uh, tells me that Disney is not going to go for that. No, they're yeah. not gonna go for that. it was because he's in the middle of a city and that's why they're like he's gonna tear this whole city down if someone doesn't do anything Fuck and then him. so she yeah she takes him down yeah, well, um, dude. just the ultimate incel though for real so should we talk <laughs> <laughs> no shit remember that dude in luke cage that would like film luke cage and, and other superheroes oh yeah he, he could probably make a whole lot of money of the the hulk red she hulk crater fucking video okay hell yeah dude Speaking of, I want to transition it because we, we're about we got some time. But uh, are we going to talk the Spider-Man trailer? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. Uh, we've all seen yeah. it, right? Because we you oh, brought yeah. Luke Cage, we brought up Netflix. Ooh. One quick thing before that, I read an article the other day, and I wish Nate was here. Humble that, Ge- <laughs> that Gemma from Agents of Shield, yeah, is going to be on She-Hulk. Simmons. Oh, okay. Yeah, her character will be on She-Hulk for some freaking reasons. But wait, wait, who is what was her character? Gemma it was half of Fitzsimmons, yeah. right? Leo Fitz. It's weird that they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have both of them. That's weird. Uh, I guess I didn't follow that show. Well, maybe that's coming. They had a falling out, too. Well, there was time slowly... shit and he dies at one point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think slowly we're going to keep oh seeing God. more and more people from the Netflix shows. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be brought in. Um, wow. I don't think they're going to abandon these characters. Okay, maybe Luke Cage gets recast. Maybe not every single person. But why I'm bringing this up is because Spider-Man trailer came out. Which was awesome. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. So I think oh, the first thing I yeah. want to talk is that the biggest kind of like side piece uh, article on online right now is people swearing to God that Charlie Cox is in the trailer and they're comparing yeah. the hair, <laughs> the hair on his arms from other movies and his hand postures. They are lining. I've seen a Twitter feed of five different shots of his hands and they are all in the same posture from different like. Yeah movies and it's his hands on the desk in the spider-man trailer but you see them like that like two different times in daredevil and then in another show and they're showing like the way the pattern of the hair on his wrist (laughs) these people are like sleuthing but yeah Yeah, i'll be honest i kind of i kind of pulled that a little bit watching that exactly because i went back and i was like there has to be a reflection in the fucking in the window behind him. There has to be a reflection I of him. So I went back. I went. They've clearly digitally removed all the yeah, reflections do, from that fucking window, that. dude. 
They've just been like, fuck you. You can't see the reflection of him. And also I was like, he moves like a blind guy. The way he moves or the way he puts the file down, the way he leans back, it's like he can't, he's looking like he's not looking at Peter. He's looking at the sky right now. That's, I, I like, know how I Charlie Cox pretends or, to be blind. Yeah, dude, I know how he pretends to be blind. I've seen him pretend to be blind for three whole seasons. <laughs> I've seen him throw how he throws a stack of papers down on the desk. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the shape, was, it's the hand uh, shape, man. It's his, it is his <laughs> hand, man. It's so crazy. But anyway, uh, I love that. I love it kind of stuff. <laughs> I guess my biggest take question and takeaway, and no one is. I haven't seen it online is why is Dr. Strange living like, like in the Sanctum Sanctorum looks like they're just like, yeah, he can't afford the gas. I mean, why is it frozen? Why is he wearing like, like, I think it's supposed and- to be there coming back from like a mission or something like that. So or- they've been gone. It's like they, they're coming back from some kind of Himalaya trip and like they opened the portal and it blasted all over the Sanctum or something like that. That's why it. I kind of, yeah. Okay, okay. My thought That's the way was, I kind of understood it. My thought was he was recovering artifacts or something like he might have got the casket of ancient winters or whatever. Oh yeah. Asgard. And I don't know. I just I I thought it was weird, but I didn't fucking question it. I was like, That's just some Doctor Strange ass shit. Well, yeah, it's definitely some Doctor Strange shit. That's a good episode title. Some Doctor Strange some shit. Some Doctor Strange shit. I truly um, just, I, I was just like, I'm I'm willing to bet it's just for a bit because he's in he's in the sweatpants and the hoodie with the with the cape of the collar up. That's what connected. I love. Yeah, and I was like, that's just a there's definitely just they're gonna acknowledge it and just be making fun of it that whole scene. That's what that scene's gonna be. It's just well, a bit about see, how schlubby they're dressed. We do see but, Wang take grabbing luggage and going to it looks like a beachy area when he leaves, he's like, Don't don't use that spell and then he walks right. through the portal. oh really <laughs> I never and it looks like he's funny. going somewhere warm and sunny which is funny because as far as we know we're going to see him is it Wang or Wong I'm sorry is it Wong Wong yeah next time we see Wong is going to be in Shang-Chi fighting yeah. fucking um, abomination. abomination the abomination so that'd be funny that's the little easter egg things we talk about that's funny that porthole he goes in right in this trailer is what takes him into this wherever he's going into this fight where he gets trapped you know what I mean right. yeah. like you're that. saying that this movie this Spider-Man No Way Home runs concurrently with Shang-Chi it's like well, happening at the same time well we're seeing this same character in previews for both shows movies and show or no both yeah. movies so they have to, I mean there's gonna how are they gonna tie that I don't know I have uh, I have read I, I'll be honest I'm a little leak boy so I but I, I do low-key uh, I know oh, I love that plot of Shang-Chi and I know the I do probably know the plot of Spider-Man No Way Home and uh, leak, Sh- leak boy and dude I'm a little leak boy for sure Sh- I, I go leak so boy hard too. and try to find him dude yeah I know I do it I, I know the big twist of uh, probably what's gonna be the big twist of Guardians 3 it's fucking not that big of a twist honestly but uh, 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 in Shang-Chi uh, Wong is there because that tournament is to have a chance to get the Ten Rings. So I'm assuming that uh, I don't know whatever one of you said that they're collecting artifacts. That's probably mm. what it is. It's because Wong was like, okay, I need to get the Ten Rings, and so he went to the tournament to try to get that. And I think he beats Abomination, but loses to like maybe he loses Shang Chi or something like that. But I think he loses at some point, and then Shang Chi gets it, and he moves on to fight the Mandarin in the third act. Oh, cool! I'm excited to see that too. I also. That fucking, I gotta say, that Doctor Strange look with the cape over the parka is fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna see you cons... in that soon, aren't we, Mitch? We're gonna see you oh, in a yeah. cape and a parka? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm getting a lot of gray hairs in my temple, so I'm a, I'm growing my own fucking Doctor Strange costume. <laughs> Too bad all... Growing com- it, dude. <laughs> too bad all Comic-Cons 
are in the summer. Oh damn, yeah. That's gonna be a fucking hell to wear that version of the costume. <laughs> I do have this question about the Spider-Man movie. Do you guys think it'll work? Because we've had two Spider-Man movies already: Spider- Amazing Spider-Man Two and Spider-Man Three. They had too many villains, and now they're most likely attempting to do Sinister Six in this one without I, having without using the built-up ones already. I think it's so gonna work. Think it'll work. I think it's gonna work because of nostalgia. Because people my age, a little younger than me, that have seen every iteration yeah. of Spider-Man movies in the theater and love the character so much are just i, I mean i i'm gonna shit when i see toby mcguire as freaking spider-man uh, on screen yeah. i'll cry i'm not gonna lie I'm, I'm gonna cry i'm gonna just shit have tears of joy and i like he's the gonna Andrew cry he's gonna... too. well if that'll make you cry i'll send you i'll send you something after this it'll make you at least here just a joyous cry like it's just gonna be like a yeah man i just love that we're being able to do this stuff again that yeah, I mean, from what I've read, the lizard's going to be back. We've already seen yeah. how Melina's back is Doc Ock. Um, People are saying the lizard's in the trailer. There's a scene where Peter turns around really fast, and the background is super blurred out, like yeah, you crazy. See him, I heard, yeah, and yeah, they you enhance it, and it's very clearly the lizard, and you're like, oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. He looks different though from that awful. I don't like Amazing Spider-Man one, so I don't like the way the lizard looked, but. I don't uh, like he that looks design like, either. Yeah, if he looks like not a guy and like a lizard, I would love it. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. So we're going to get a Sinister Six most likely, or is that just going to be like, uh, um, not a red herring, but just like a false thing? I've heard it's going to be Rhino, uh, Sandman, Electro, Goblin, uh, Ock, and Lizard. No, yeah. no, no Vulture or or Scorpion. That's the weirdest part of it to me. That's why I'm like strange that they've been building well, it up. Because and Vulture... Then, is in jail because we right. Vulture's in going to be in Venom 2. So he's and in jail. Morbius. Right? Isn't, isn't and Michael Morbius. Oh, Morbius. I'm sorry, Morbius. Not Venom 2. Morbius. Or maybe both. Bet, from the way, yeah, from the way Michael Keaton said in a couple of interviews recently, he's probably going to be in Venom 2 because he was like, I was on set and they were kept handing me all these folders about fucking multiverses. I understand yeah. what the fuck yeah, they were talking yeah. about. Right. <laughs> like, oh, poor Michael Keaton just filming all these scenes with these weird actors like Tom Hardy and Jared Leto <laughs> just doing voices and shit. And he's like, why are you doing a weird voice? What is this voice? Okay, whatever. Yeah, I guess you're a vampire. You're a vampire. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Whatever. Well, he said the same thing. He said the same thing about being uh, Batman, and then explained yeah. the DC multiverse soon. He still, he said he didn't understand <laughs> what they were talking about either. So we uh, we joked. I was funny. like, I just like that he just enjoys playing these characters, but he doesn't know what the fuck is going on with the character. He's just like, I'll right. just do it. I, I don't care. I like it. All right, favorite Michael Keaton movie. Batman. Uh, uh, Mr. Death. What is Mr. Mom? Mr. Mom. Mr. Death. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mom's a good one. Well, I was going to say Mr. Dad, but Mr. Mom. Yeah, Mr. Mom. Oh, yeah, Mr. Mom. Uh, I mean, is a good movie. I mean, Batman, dude. Yeah, Batman's always the one. Or Although Johnny Batman Returns, Dan- he's in it more. Johnny Dangerously That's is true. awesome. Johnny Dangerously. Johnny Dangerously. My mother sneaky hit me once. Bastage. Once. You sneaky <laughs> bastage. Once. Yes. Once. Johnny Dangerously. Oh, yeah, when was Lobo created? Because he might have, Lobo might have taken Bastage from that movie. What? When was Lobo created? Because Lobo might have taken Bastage from that movie. Then Lobo <laughs> say you Bastage all the time? Yeah. I don't, I, he, I. Lobo, dude, it'd be crazy if Lobo was just a <laughs> Michael Keaton spinoff. <laughs> I, like, I liked Gung Ho. That was awesome. So a fun film. I know it's good. Yeah, it's good at Mr. Mom. Yeah, that, my Mal- favorite line is fed a baby. You fed a baby chili, or what is it? <laughs> a goddamn baby chili or something? Oh my god. I just love that movie, or, man. Or, I still uh, really like Birdman. I really like Birdman, oh, but I also Birdman love, is uh, great. 
Michael Costa had a joke where he's like, just to let you guys know, no one outside of New York LA fucking saw or liked Birdman. And I'm like, that's cat, that does make up that's a good point though. That is a good point. I know very few like regular of my friends who like grew up in Colorado who are like, Birdman, hell yeah. Bro. Oh, dude, I own that. I own the Blu-ray special edition. I remember I love oh, that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's great. And yeah, I love that shit. Just I think actually quick. I changed my answer from Batman real, to Birdman. Real quick, man. Really. What do you got? Birdman, Batman, what the founders also good. Uh multiplicity oh, yeah. is also good. Night shift shift. That's an uh, old one, dude. I guess you might not remember that one, but it was with Henry Winkler. I Henry believe. Winkler, yeah. They, they worked at a uh, march like a morgue and they were doing hmm. that. They had hook. Man, that was a time when Henry Winkler was a movie star. That's crazy. What he about, wasn't uh, much of a star. <laughs> One of, my, one of my favorite of his movies was the Dream Team. No, I love Henry Winkler. I don't mean it like that. He was never much of like a big movie star. <laughs> He's not a movie guy. Right, right. Uh, the Dream I'm, Team. Do you guys I'm remember that? No movie? one. Mm-mm. Four Mental no. Patients had a great. I couldn't remember that one. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no wait, one, no one said Gung Ho. Beetle you Jesus. said that one, right? Gung Ho. I did. Okay, I remember that one. That was a good one. I loved it. No one said Beetlejuice. Surprisingly, oh, though, no? clearly though, I didn't think we were going to. Yeah, I damn. I, I, Beetlejuice is like a entity among itself. I, he was so good at it. I don't. I seriously, I can't. I. It was in a vacuum. Like I was like, yeah, know, right. Shit, he is Beetlejuice. Fuck. Yeah, he's, he's the that, ghost with the most, babe. Actually, him playing Beetlejuice always that kind of almost like solidifies a point that I've had for a long time because people are always like, "Who'd be a good Joker?" Whatever this fuck. And like, I've always thought that it'd be cool if they got this. Like, if they just had the actor who's playing Batman play opposite himself as Joker, because that's always oh. what they do. Is like we're the sides of the same coin, oh, and right. then Michael Keaton doing Beetlejuice proves that he a hundred percent could have done that. He yeah, for sure totally. could have been Joker too. And that would have been dope. Mm. That been, that's an oh, interesting shit. premise. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I think it would freak quick. audiences out too if you they like put prosthetics on the way they did Jack Nicholson. And then it's like Christian Bale with just like weird prosthetics. And you don't reveal who's playing Joker until like the movie comes out. And you're like, is that also Christian Bale? What the fuck? You know, <laughs> people off so bad. They you just do a, a Lindsay Lohan in the parent trap and they're just twin it <laughs> to yeah, win dude. it. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Real quick, Johnny Dangerously came out in 1984. Uh, Lobo first appeared in 1983. Oh, damn, shit. damn! So Johnny Dangerously took it from Lobo. Then. I think that was just a that was a that was a word that they used a lot. I think in the in that time that Johnny Dangerously is set in. I've you, only you ever cost. heard the word bastard when Lobo said it. So that's why I made the connection. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever heard Lobo say the word bastard. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you could don't mean bastard. Do you, uh, you think that in Spider-Man No Way Home, we're going to see alternate versions of the Avengers? Like, we're, are we going to get to see Tom Cruise as Tony Stark? Damn. There's rumors of that. There's rumors. I've heard that rumor, man. And a couple other different actors. I dig that hard. That'd be insane. <laughs> Tom Cruise would be Brad down. Pitt I'm sure Thor, he would do it. They got Brad Pitt back for Thor. That'd be rad. Yeah, that was the other one. Oh, that'd be crazy. I mean, shit. I, I mean, they I got Thor's to... brother for they got the other Hensworth to play himself or his brother in Ragnarok. I don't see why they couldn't get Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was on Jim Jeffries' fucking Comedy Central show. 
I'm pretty sure I'll do a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, he was also in Deadpool too. as like the oh yeah, you know, yes. the paraglider or whatever the fuck. Oh, his invisible. For, his, yeah, his pay for Deadpool too was a cup of coffee. Oh god. And I think he got taxed <laughs> on the cup of coffee still too. Like, which is hilarious. He's like, how does the screen actors go take money away for a cup of coffee? What did you? How did you get some of my coffee? What the fuck? I wish should have Deadpool's in this movie. I, that wouldn't even surprise me. Oh, that actually would be dope. That would be the best one. That would be the best fitting for Spider-Man, especially. Will there, will there be a post credit scene? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel there has to be, man. There's a multiverse. You're setting up so many different timelines and streamlines and freaking divergences and like... And it's clearly gotten... leading into Doctor Strange. Yeah. Right? Because they're doing yeah. Multiverse of Madness, yeah. Which is directed by fucking Sam Raimi. Mm. Is it? Right? Oh, damn. Damn. For sure, Tobey Maguire is going to be in that then, right? That's... Yes. There's no question now that we know what this one's going to be. All right. And then now Sam Raimi's directing Doctor Strange. At least from Bruce I'm, Campbell. From what I heard yes. and read, I mean, these are just thoughts and that Toby's going to die in this one. And that's oh. going to be the impetus to make Peter like Tom Holland actually kind of grow up a little bit. Okay. And so like, I need Tony Stark. No, I need Doctor Strange. I need like you you can just be your own dude now you know yeah um like he'll die just... like while they're fighting together yeah yeah totally. okay i dig that yeah. actually oh that, that does make me sad though because from the stuff i read that he's oh, okay like you continue with what you're, you're well, gonna say that, and i'll tell you what i read about we're gonna see andrew garfield maybe more in the future in other movies but not toby mcguire and i, I think it's something that, that that Tobey Maguire is just like, I'll come back, but I can't <laughs> keep doing these movies. You know what I mean? Like, but I think Andrew Garfield may be the Spider-Man that lives and that we may see again in, in more f- film. Yeah. I've heard that uh, Sony basically, cause I just today renamed, they were calling uh, the Spider-Man universe. That's like Spider-Man produced <laughs> so universe long. of Marvel cinematics. It was, it's just spelled out spunk, which is gross. And it's like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they changed it just today. And I'm like, like, oh, okay. And then that rumor came out that Andrew Garfield's going to be in it more. And it's like, oh, so that's going to be the Andrew Garfield universe. And then the Marvel universe is going to be Tom Holland. That's going to be Tom his Holland. own thing. Yeah. I think that's yeah. kind of what you're setting it up. But it does make me really sad that you say Toby's going to die because uh, from what I. I mean, read, I don't know that, man. That's just, it's just literal speculation. It's not like just insider. I've, I've heard that the, and also like the, the stuff that I've read, like the leaks with how early it is, they re, Marvel refilm shit a lot. Like they reshoot shit more than honestly, like more than the justice league movie did. Like they redo it a lot of stuff, but that the, the plot that they have right now, it seems to be that a uh, Peter in that universe where Toby lives stopped being Spider-Man and went to be just a family man with Mary Jane. Yeah, because she's going to be in the movie Hoffman. too, supposedly. Yeah, she's she's like confirmed. I've heard that. Like she's like they they cast Kristen uh, Kirsten uh, yeah. Bell or uh, Kirsten um, Dunst yeah. rather. Dunst, yeah. Yeah, they like cast her, so she's like in the movie. But I've heard that like they have a family and it's real nice. And then Andrew Garfield's the opposite, where when Gwen Stacy died, he just went straight to being Spider Man. He was only Spider Man. So it's him kind of seeing like the dichotomy of I could only be Spider Man or I could only be Peter Parker. And that would be so. Oh, fuck. That makes sense. And like that. And being the question that he's trying to get from. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like trying to be like, should I do this? Should I do this? And Andrew Garfield, I could see like, I, I honestly, I didn't even see a rumor that Andrew Garfield ends up being the bad guy of the movie. And I was like, that's a, that would be a crazy twist. I would kind of love that. But that'd be bananas too. That'd yeah. Be I think it's going to be. And also that was in the same leaks that I saw. So it was like, they're still 
maybe even yeah. deciding what the third act's gonna be truly like that's how wild sure. marvel movies are like they could be filming that right now truly i think it's gonna be defoe i think william defoe and because he still has that mm. that that just Dude, God, just William Defoe, man. Him. Yeah, and he could do six more movies. He's gonna get scarier and weirder as he gets older. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> and he's just fucking no. great. And I mean, if they the can't get if they can't get Willem Defoe, I'm pretty sure we can get Tobias Livingston to be the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got a girlfriend now. No, uh, no. <laughs> Spider Man. Honestly, the one thing they could have done better in that trailer is when they cut the black after the the pumpkin bomb lands. They could have, they should have just had had Willem Dafoe uh, uh, say some shit, like say like a. I thought he like, did. Uh, no, that was Doctor Strange. I re-listened to it a bunch because people also thought it was um. All who people were thinking it was James Franco. Oh, people were thinking mm. that was him saying, uh, "Be careful what you wish for, Parker." Right. That's Doctor. That's Benedict Cumberbatch for sure. But I was hoping mm. that it'd be it'd be Willem Dafoe being like, "Bye bye bye, Spider Man." Like I was hoping it'd be that right before the Doc Ock thing. But I also see how that's a little repetitive before the Doc Ock thing. Honestly, it's a little bit a little bit much. So this yeah. movie comes out around the Christmas. Cap of, uh, did you see the screen cap of Willem Dafoe? No. Oh. Yeah, he's in a. They're doing the MCU versions of their costumes. Like they're not doing fucking Willem Dafoe as a Power Ranger. They're not doing Electro <laughs> as like <Right>. Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> they're doing they're doing Electro as like I think he's wearing like an electrical like worker's outfit, but then he turns yellow. But then he's mm-hmm. in like a yellow suit too, so it kind of like makes sense. And he's it also getting yellow. Big talking about right? It is. Yeah, the big uh, like the star. Static. Yeah, the yeah. star. I've heard, he, I've heard that he emits it from his head. That's what yeah. it is. Like comes off That's of him. Fucking cool. Kind of like how right. he did in Spectacular Spider-Man show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very similar yeah. to that. And then for Willem Dafoe, the screen cap that came out with Willem Dafoe, because the Jamie Foxx one just looks like Jamie Foxx in like a yellow like worker's outfit. But Willem Dafoe is very clearly in the the MCU's version of what the comic book with the purple. Green Goblin suit is. It's a it's a purple like pullover hoodie with the sleeves cut off. And right where the sleeves cut off, you can see some scales coming off scales. of his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to see what that mask looks like. I bet I'm on the bed. It's probably just all CG. And they just make him look crazy creepy, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked. Well, dude, it's so f- I love I'm Marvel. Scared for it'll doing be overpacked. This. Yeah, me too. There's uh there's a lot of think pieces out here right now saying that uh this trailer, while very fun and full of nostalgia, is kind of like defeats the purpose of like the like modern the- movie making because it's more like hey i recognized you know it's very captain america i understood that reference mm, and right. it's not more like world building in this in the sense that uh it furthers a singular spider-man plot it's mostly just like oh my god alfred molina and willem dafoe and benedict cumberbatch oh my well it's like marvel can do what they they never did in the comics because they marvel insists on being like no this is a continuation of the stories that happened in the 1940s, which is stupid to where DC goes. Sometimes we reboot, sometimes we fuck up. And then sometimes we'll bring all those together to where like, and I think that's what Marvel might try to do to be like, we'll smash universes together at the end of this movie to be like, no, Alfred Molina is Tom Holland's Doc Ock. And that's now playing both off nostalgia. It's like both nostalgia and world building at the same time. I well, think they're trying to play those. I mean, I feel like they're building towards Secret Wars. The second Secret Wars, not the true original one, but literally bringing worlds together to build a world that, yeah. that becomes the world. So the multiverse well, the other, is going to happen, yeah. and then what happens after that, we're going to have 
Andrew Everything. Garfield Spider-Man. We're going to have a new Wolverine. We're going to have, you know what I mean? And Chris Henworth as Thor for 38 years, hopefully. And, but still, <laughs> yeah, but just like, there's going to be, they're just, they're going to, I would shoot you not. <laughs> if we see, if we see um, Chris Evans play Johnny Storm again, uh, it, oh. it, it, it would not surprise me, dude. It would not surprise me. And I guarantee if, if Disney called him and like, hey, we have this idea. We know you don't want to be capped. Would you would you be Johnny Storm again? You know he would be like fuck yeah. He said he's always loved the character. It was like one of his favorite characters he's ever played. And he, he was would, good as Johnny Storm. He was he really was good so as Johnny good, Storm. He was, he was really good as. I agree. And he's good at just superhero roles. Honestly, I think that's his bread and butter. I think he's just good at like doing an over an overacting thing where it just seems normal and that kind of thing. The train was the train movie. I haven't watched the show, but he's really good in that. Oh, um, oh yeah, he is good. Snowpiercer. Yes, I would just like I would like to see a resurrected uh, Killmonger uh, blow Michael B. Jordan's Human Torch out of the sky. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, that'd be a cool (laughs) shot. Then be like flame on, then Killmonger just fucking just kills him. Seriously, they can they can do whatever they they could do that. They They could do do that. that. That'd be well, so sick. Well, I can see Secret Wars because they did buy, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, they did buy the copyright to Secret Wars. No. Marvel. Yeah, they, 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 and that might be why, I don't know if Jeff, you saw that, uh, but yeah, the guy who wrote the first Secret Wars technically owns the copyright. So anytime they do Secret wow. Wars again, they have to ask him if they can use the name. And they hit him up recently being like, hey, we're using this for the movies. Do you want us to use it? And he just like accidentally said it at some Comic-Con or something like that. And so they're they're gonna do Secret Wars. I'm guessing summing out Kang for Doctor Doom. Yeah, I think they they'll probably do Secret Invasion first. It feels like we're leading towards that. They're doing that as a TV show. Yeah, I mean it's already been announced. Yeah, right. And but it I seems think like it's gonna be like a all come or something. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I trust in them. Whatever they're doing. I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I'm gonna buy the popcorn. <laughs> Whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. Real quick, I know. Uh, do you guys think that that was the real Doctor Strange, or was that Mephisto? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dude, it would be like I would laugh in the theaters out loud if it wasn't Mephisto. If it turned out that the whole thing was a plot for Mephisto to get Spider Man's all that shit, because everyone's been theorizing it's been Mephisto for so long, where like this is the one movie where I feel like our guards are the lowest. Well, okay. The first thought in my mind is the first thing you see is him turn the flame on Mm. like you know what i mean like okay get the heat going turn the heat if it is mephisto so wait Um, you're saying he's johnny storm yeah there you go yeah i don't know flame on flame on you said flame on (laughs) it just feels like that is like a like that's a i mean you think he he, steve strange would even be like nah i'm I'm, i don't think erasing the minds of every human in the world that knows this particular fact is just something i'm just gonna do hey let's just go do it even though my number one, my number one right hand man, uh, even just <laughs> yeah. told me not to do it. I'm just gonna go do it for this kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, unless he feels yeah. he owes Peter something from Endgame. I mean, or although I do feel like I do feel like people have been forgetting his characterization in Doctor Strange, like his own solo movie. He is That's kind of true. that dickhead. He is, he is kind of a that dickhead. dickhead who's like, I'm gonna do that even if you don't it, think I can. And he's like the his, brand new Sorcerer Supreme too. So it's like he's been Sorcerer Supreme for what right. seven. Ten years in Wong's time, but right. three years in his time. So right. he's like, like I don't know. I'll just do yeah, this. Especially for this if kid. someone, yeah. Especially if someone tells him no, he's gonna do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I am the Sorcerer Supreme. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, truly. That's how I, was I did think in when he was just like, he's like, sir, can you please help me? He's like, Peter, we saved half the world together. I'm, we're past the point where you call me sir. 
And then he was like, okay, Steven, I totally thought he was going to be like Dr. Strange. Doctor. Fucking like, <laughs> call me you. Steven, you kid. But anyway, it's it's going to be fucking awesome. It's a wonderful time to be a geek. I worry that uh, that over that coming out so close to the release date of shang chi that uh it's gonna overshadow that movie but i'm still stoked to see that um, i mean it could get moved around a little bit i mean movies today just some stuff just got moved around uh venom, matrix four yeah. venom yeah oh so matrix four really around. shit well no i think matrix it, it was something about venom the movie's for and, sure gonna be bad too but i'm still gonna watch it that's for sure know, not gonna was, be good there's no the venom, way it's gonna be good venom got moved to the same release date as matrix four maybe uh, that's what i read but the trailer real quick for matrix four came out at the CinemaCon this tonight oh um, shit so after we get off you can jump online and read there's a ton of tweets and reviews coming out about the trailer with yes. like big time description as to where Neo is, what happens, how he gets back into the Matrix. I mean, they show you all in the trailer, I guess. So mm. when it's officially out, we will talk about it on the next episode. But yeah, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Well, that uh, that until the next time, then we'll have to see when that happens. Uh, Evan, do you have any plugs that you would like to to lay on us? You want to plug your podcast? You got some shows coming up? Um, yeah. I mean, I got my podcast it's called the Millennium Five. We just it's just usually we shoot shoot the shit. Uh, it's usually me doing entertainment, uh, my friend Asher doing uh, like murder, and then my other friend Erling doing like uh, he just like weapons. So he just bits about weapons. He's a psycho. He's like a weird antifa. I don't know what he is. Um, and then yeah, I got a I got a show at uh, not Voodoo, uh, Rise Comedy. Um, uh, what oh, nice. appears to be uh, second Sundays of the month. Not for sure, but uh, it's happened every second Sunday of the month. So. Uh, second Sunday of the month, Rise Comedy laughs up her. You got to see comics uh, talk over each other. Which Where is, is Rise? Comics favorite thing. 22nd and Arapahoe. Yeah, it used to be Voodoo. Used to be comedy Voodoo playoffs. Comedy, oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Besides, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, um, they just need to add the word club to their, to uh, anyone who owns that place. Just if anyone's listening to this who owns that, or, or your future owners, add the word club to your comedy club. That'd be helpful <laughs> to Google's and everything everywhere. I agree. This is true. It's, we're just <laughs> called we're just called Fort Comedy. It isn't story, actually story the time Fort Comedy is Club. Be going there. I just saw. but at least you got a fort. You know, a fort is a description of a type of building. It is. So you still true. do kind of got that. You still <laughs> yeah. kind of have a description of a building where Rise Comedy is just an ethereal idea. But uh, they're great, and they let me run a show. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they let me run a show, and it's awesome. And uh, yeah, it's like so fun. So yeah, check us Hell out. Yeah. There. Millennium Five is stupid, and yeah, watch that. Well, we, we've what had is the name of the podcast again. The Millennium, Millennium Five. Yeah, Millennium it's three five. of us. The Millennium <laughs> Five, and then the Laugh Suffer. The second Sunday of every month. So far, yes. let's keep it going. Knock on wood. Yes, um, yes, dude. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're always a wonderful perspective on everything. Please come back again sometime soon. Thanks for yeah. having me, doggies. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. Talk nerd yeah, shit. Dude. Where yeah, my yeah. girlfriend yeah. won't tell Happy me to, to... stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, make you ever sure the thing please... where your girlfriend's trying to kiss you as you're talking, and you're like, "Oh, I'm, I." She doesn't want to hear about Kang the Conqueror. That's what this is right now. She's. <laughs> He's kissing me during Kang the Conqueror. I'm thinking that it's because she loves Kang the Conqueror and it's not because of that. No, she just wants you to stop <laughs> talking about him. Yeah. I think we have a new name for your penis, exactly. <laughs> Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> She'll be more interested. Uh, she's going to be so mad when I come out of here. <laughs> oh, no. Dave, guess oh, what? Hell yeah. Guess what? I well, just named my penis. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah. Thanks until, for having me, you guys. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for being on, buddy. Uh, and listeners, next time, uh, give us a like and subscribe on. Uh, well, we don't have a YouTube, so what the fuck am I saying that for? <laughs> um, do you have a Twitter handle or Facebook for your podcast, Evan? Uh, I have my Twitter handle on Facebook, which is Evan Jokeson. <laughs> Evan Jokeson. All right, cool. That's Follow funny. that, uh, listeners. And then you can find us on Facebook. Give us a like there. Tell us your favorite Spice Girl on that thread, if you please. It's for science. Uh, you can like <laughs> You can find us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks, at, on Instagram at Broadcast underscore Geeks. You can subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Yes. And we'll uh, catch you around next time. Uh, also, real quick, so sorry about the audio on my end for episode 224, everybody listening. Oh, my mic was <laughs> scraping against my shirt collar, and I didn't notice. But, uh, wait, we'll, wait till we'll, you guys hear episode 234 that Mitch just recorded. There is a, That one is going to be a big one. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, fellas, until next time, we say... Excelsior! Excelsior.